A senior citizen pleads guilty to having sex with a cat. Lake Chipotle is a flooded parking lot that's now a popular tourist spot. And a California man threatened Merriam-Webster's Dictionary Company over gender definitions. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm Jonesy. I'm in Los Angeles. Where are you? Call me. An old man pleads guilty to having unnatural sex with a cat. I don't know if you need the unnatural word in there. It's just kind of implied that sex with a feline is uh, unnatural if you're uh, an old man or any man or a human for that matter. Humans, cat sex is always going to be unnatural. I'm just saying it's redundant in the title. Unnecessary. Extra words. Let's get some more information about this randy old man who's got a strange kink. A 63-year-old man pleaded guilty at the Johor Bahru Sessions Court. Uh, This is in Sarawak, Malaysia. He pleaded guilty to a charge of having some unnatural sex with a cat. And this unnatural sex with the cat caused the death of the cat. Terrible situation. Horrible way to go out. If you're a cat, some old man really uh, loving you down, that's just undesirable. The incident happened at 4.30 a.m. Nothing good happens after 3 a.m., really. I'm going to guess there's some booze involved. You got to drink. How much do you have to drink to be attracted to a cat, a house cat? (laughs) Too bad it wasn't a larger cat that could have mauled him or fought back in some way. Yeah, the incident took place very early morning in a place, a neighborhood called, oh boy, um, I don't know if I can do this, guys, at Taman, Taman, Unguku, Tunamana, Taman Unguku, Taman Unguku, Tunamana, can't do it can't do it okay so it took place at 4 30 a.m in a playground oh yeah a playground this isn't even a house cat this isn't someone this isn't his cat that's all frisky in the living room no he just uh, snatched this cat from a playground it's an alley cat basically a cat without a home a, a rogue feline So a feral cat, basically. (laughs) Come on, man. I hope this man got a disease from this cat. I really do. That's what he deserves. Horrible. And I hope the cat scratched his private parts until they're unrecognizable. I mean, that's what a guy like this deserves. His name is Janting Kaling. He pleaded guilty to the offense under Section 377 of the Penal Code, which says you shall not have sex with house cats in a playground. Now, I don't know what it says. It doesn't say here. I'm just guessing it's something along those lines. He told the court he had just come to Sarawak and had no job. Okay. This doesn't explain why you have sex with a cat in a playground. There's a lot of people out there with no jobs, Jantig. They don't just, you know, throw it in a feline in a playground. You know? Says he was currently staying at his daughter's home. She must be very proud. Oh, guys, you know the challenges of staying with your kids. You can't have sex with an animal inside the home. You got to go do it out in the playground where they're not around. <laughs> this guy, Janting, is, could be sentenced to 20 years in prison and a fine or a whipping. A whipping? Huh. 
It's a fascinating punishment, being whipped for sexing up a cat. I think it's deserved, though. If you're going to kill an animal with your penis, you ought to be whipped. Although this freak would probably enjoy the whipping, I'd imagine. Yay! A parking lot puddle has been dubbed Lake Chipotle, and it's very popular for tourists. This story is out of Minnesota. Residents take great pride in their 10,000 lakes, as you know, in Minnesota. And when a new one popped up in Minneapolis, people started talking about this new lake. But this so-called lake isn't like the other lakes in Minnesota. It's actually a massive puddle in a Chipotle restaurant parking lot. At the entrance to the parking lot, there's a sign that says, Slow, no wake zone. Just like the sign, a sign you would see at a lake, a real lake. Here's a quote from one of the residents named Joey. It's become kind of a staple. I've been here for a couple of years, so yeah, it's kind of an attraction around here. Lake Chipotle has its own website, lakechipotle.org. Even has social media. It's on Google Maps as well. I have seen it on social media. People are making Facebook accounts for it, Facebook pages as well. Sometimes you'll see an occasional paddle border. Yeah, sometimes people swim in it. Customers say on a bad day, the puddle tends to be smaller, but oftentimes it can cover almost the entire parking lot, this Lake Chipotle. Sometimes it's even worse. When it's rained or snowed, usually I have to go around it. When it's very cold, we have Elevante Patterson, an employee at the Chipotle, who insists on skating on the lake. <laughs> Here's a quote from Patterson. Sure, I was out on there. I was ice skating. I liked it. I felt it was cool. It was really fun to ice skate just to, on my lunch break. Not everyone is a fan of Lake Chipotle. Here's a quote from Amy, who's a resident of the area. It's definitely something that needs to go. Ugh. I drive by it once a week. Sometimes it's closed. They have everybody parking out there. Oh, it sounds here like Amy Cruz is captain of the no-fun zone. Come on, Amy. Now, the lake's website, lakechipotle.org, has a mystery manager who goes by the name of Father Hennepin. Father Hennepin encourages people to come and see the massive puddle. Here's a quote from the website. As we exit the long winter, we encourage everyone to go out for a walk around the lake. Or hop on your bike and come visit the lake. The pride of our community. Lake Chipotle has even now been dubbed the tiniest member of the City of Lakes. <laughs> now, the history of Lake Chipotle is that it isn't that new. This parking lot has been flooding for many years, nearly a decade. One of the earliest Instagram posts is from 2013. It shows the parking lot flooded with water that appears to be many feet deep. It's so deep, in fact, that it's not out of the ordinary to witness a resident by the name of C.J. Bahan paddleboarding on Lake Chipotle on a rare sunny day. <laughs> Although it takes him one single stroke to get from one shore to the other, it's still deep enough to do such things as paddleboard and swim. According to this article, there is no word at this point on whether the Chipotle is considering regrading or fixing their parking lot, or whether its status as an odd tourist attraction is actually any good for business. Although, with all the Instagram posts being shared 
I think it would be good for business. I'm looking at one photo that has a child in a stroller next to the beautiful Lake Chipotle, and it says, I cannot stress the importance of exposing your children to nature in all its glory. <laughs> There's a Chipotle in the background. <laughs> this is hilarious. Oh, I love when weird stuff like this goes viral. I just think it's so funny. <laughs> Seriously, though, this, this lake takes up most of the parking lot. You got to see the photos. It's probably bad for business because there's no room for anyone to park on certain days. <laughs> like, I, I see there's no room to park. This lake is huge. But it's at the same time, it's so funny. And it is good PR, I'd imagine. It's going to get people talking about your your location for sure. And, you know, I kind of like the idea of getting yourself a, a rice bowl and just taking in nature in, a, in all its glory next to Lake Chipotle. So for those of you living in the Minneapolis area, just Google Lake Chipotle. It does come up on Google Maps. It's recognized as an actual place. Take your family there this summer. Go for a swim. Make sure you have all your shots. A California man, angered by gender definitions, threatens to blow up Merriam-Webster's dictionary offices. A California man was arrested for making some violent threats against the Merriam-Webster company over the dictionary company's gender definitions. This is according to the Department of Justice. Jeremy David Hansen, age 34, from Rossmore, California, could face some major prison time if convicted for anonymously sending what authorities described as some violent and despicable hate-filled messages to Merriam-Webster, the dictionary company. <laughs> First of all, this isn't the only dictionary. <laughs> Second of all, the dictionary has nothing to do with <laughs> whether or not these words come into the culture. <laughs> Oftentimes, the dictionary company is a little late to the game. They don't add words until they've already been used a lot in the culture. So this man's very, very misdirected, it seems like. It says here, between October 2nd and October 8th, 2021, Merriam-Webster, the dictionary company, received a series of threatening messages and comments demonstrating bias against specific gender identities on its website, and the threats were submitted through its Contact Us page. <laughs> he sent them through the Contact Us page. He's sending threats through the Contact Us page. I don't even use that. I just assume no one's getting that. <laughs> Those messages just go to the... It's the black hole of messages at the company that no one's going to see. Well, they saw these. It says, after the threats, Merriam-Webster closed its offices in Springfield, Massachusetts, and New York City for five business days. Wow. That means the threats were very specific. He was like, I'm going to blow up your place because I, I don't understand gender terms. <laughs> That's what's going on. Okay, so under the dictionary's website definition for the word female, Hansen allegedly wrote, there is no such thing as gender identity, man. The imbecile who wrote this entry should be hunted down and shot. Whoa, bro. Easy. <laughs> Through the website's contact us page, Hansen allegedly submitted the following message as well. You headquarters should be shot up and bombed. Well, first of all, this guy, I don't think this guy reads the dictionary very often because he's using very poor English here. You headquarters should be shot up. Hanson, it's your headquarters. Y-O-U-R headquarters should be shot up and bombed. I think you actually need to spend more time on the Merriam-Webster website. <laughs> Is this the first time you've been to the website? <laughs> he was looking up how to spell you or your. <laughs> He's like, do I use you or your? Let me check the Merriam-Webster 
dictionary. What is this gender terminology? Okay, so he says, you, you headquarters should be bombed. That's not okay. He says, it is sickening that you have caved to the cultural Marxist anti-science tranny agenda and altered the definition of female as part of the left's efforts to corrupt and degrade the English language and deny reality. You evil Marxists should all be killed. It would be poetic justice to have someone storm your offices and shoot up the place, leaving none of you commies alive. Holy crap, this guy's out of his mind. That is crazy to write that stuff. This is dangerous. Oh my goodness. (laughs) This really takes the cake. I thought he might have sent it like some, you know, a couple sentences. Oh, no. A whole manifesto he sent to the contact us page of all places. <laughs> Unbelievable. Hansen also allegedly threatened some other institutions and individuals, including the American Civil Liberties Union, Amnesty International, Land of Land of Lakes, the company that makes butter, Land of Lakes. How did, what have they done wrong? He threatened Hasbro, the toy company as well, IGN Entertainment, the president of the University of North Texas, two professors at Loyola Marymount University, and a New York City rabbi. (laughs) This is just some random institutions and peoples. This guy is really actively threatening people, though this is not okay. His threats were so vast and severe that the FBI got involved. We have a special agent here with a quote saying, Everyone has a right to express their opinion, but repeatedly threatening to kill people, as has been alleged, takes it to a new level. Threats to life are most certainly not protected speech, and they cause real fear in victims. The FBI doesn't tolerate such threats. Hansen faces a charge of one count of interstate communication of threats to commit violence. Sounds like he should be facing more than just one count. This guy was very busy with the threats, it seems. It could land him up to prison for five years with three years of supervised release. Uh, That doesn't seem like enough of a sentence to me. I mean, you got people in prison for smoking weed that are facing more time than this. It seems to me like if you threaten to bomb a building, maybe do more than uh, smoking some of the the green. You know what I mean? That's just my opinion. And if you're someone that... uh, feels the need to threaten others. Maybe smoke some of that green yourself and chill the hell out. Look, some of us are confused with all the new terminologies that are seeping into our vernacular. We have to stay up on it, and I try my best on Weird AF News to do so, and sometimes I screw up the new words as well. But, you know, we got to do our best around here. Can't be threatening people. Hey, okay. Hello, my loyal listeners. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for listening to Weird AF News. I really, really appreciate it. There's so many podcasts out there, and you're listening to this one, and I just want you to know that I'm grateful. I hope you had a lovely weekend. Hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday episodes, and thanks to everybody who sent me Florida articles. That was super helpful. Uh, I got some nice emails over the weekend. Uh, Shout out to Sherry Boone, who sent me a nice email. She's a longtime listener. She wrote, hey, Jonesy, this is about your callers. Dude, that first chick that called was so effing stoned. OMG. And that second, third guy, absolutely hilarious. Love him. Checking out your Patreon now. Have a fab weekend. Sherry, not from Florida. <laughs> LOL. Sherry, thank you so much. That's so, such a sweet email. And she's going to check out the Patreon, it says. You should check out the Patreon as well. Maybe think about joining, like, a new patron that I have here that joined over the weekend. Uh, Yabish. Yabish. Which probably isn't their real name. But I want to thank Yabish for joining the Patreon. 
super pleased to see that. Thank you for uh, showing gratitude and appreciation for the only daily weird news podcast uh, produced inside a closet. So Yabish is going to get the name up on the closet wall and Yabish gets to enjoy all the extra weird content that's in the, in the Patreon. You might want to as well take advantage of that and you can do so for you know, just a couple bucks a month or any amount really. Uh, the Patreon is patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com. Click on the Patreon banner. Support the show. Appreciate that. I also uh, got some coffees bought for me off my website, weirdafnews.com, where you can buy Jonesy a coffee. Somebody bought me some coffees for my birthday. It's Craig. So Craig Inry. Big shout out to Craig, who wrote a, a message as well. When you buy me some coffees, you can write a little message. And Craig wrote a very sweet message. It says, happy birthday, Jonesy. Go buy yourself a purple pre-rolled and spend some time in nature. Love you, man. Oh, I am. I'm going to buy me a purple pre-roll and spend an afternoon next to Lake Chipotle. Craig, thank you so much. for <laughs> Appreciate that. No, I'm not going to be at Lake Chipotle because I don't live in Minneapolis. But if I did, you better believe I'd be at Lake Chipotle sometimes. Why not? Seems like a n- nice place to smoke a pre-roll. Oh, that was, that's very generous of you, Craig. I appreciate the coffees very, very much. Um, if you guys would like to buy me coffees for my birthday, you could just go to weirdafnews.com. My birthday's on Wednesday, so a couple of days away. Uh, I'm going to be doing a show in North Hollywood. And uh, maybe then uh, hanging out with a friend of mine out here, who's another comedian who shares the same birthday as me. So uh, that might be fun. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. But anyways, if you would like to call the show and wish me a happy birthday... It's uh, 646-450-2012. Or you can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com as well. I appreciate all of you very, very much. And I look forward to uh, doing this again with you tomorrow. Thanks so much for tuning in. Appreciate you.